0: Hi, I'm your host Marlo Lemon and you're listening to Wild Voice the podcast where I take this voice of mine and share my wild journey with you Being widowed at 34 with a 15 month old most would see as life ending and instead I alchemized it and put life back together and it became more beautiful and fulfilling than I could have ever imagined Through this life shift of mine I realized who I am and what I'm here to do. I'm an intuitive energy healer and sharing how I view the world is how I help you upgrade your life and alchemize your journey into magic. From day one, I wanted to share my journey, call it intuition, but I knew it was going to do more good out in the world than keeping it to myself. So when I say I've mastered life, that doesn't mean I'm perfect or that life is. I mean, I've mastered the concept of life, and I want to share that with you. So life update part three. Before I could even check that email that the boyfriend said he sent, I saw he was calling. He told me he had spent the day editing all four episodes and he was in awe. Ultimately, getting to a pretty significant core memory for us. He knew my story but said it was nothing compared to hearing it completely and in my voice. I was shocked and excited and just stunned that he had done all of that for me and that it had had such an impact on him. He told me he emailed me the files and a little note, and I was so, so grateful, again, speechless. When we got off the phone, I immediately checked that email. It was the best email I've ever received from anyone. He told me all the ways how what I shared has changed him. And my most favorite part, his gratitude for Nash and I in his life. He also mentioned wishing he could have stood between me and the pain. I believed him 100%. I knew it the night we met, and I felt it even more that day. That was all I ever wanted, every word he said in that email. I had tears in my eyes as I read it and I felt so relieved I had found my person. I go back and read that email sometimes, just for fun, and it's a beautiful reminder when things have their tough moments. I wanted someone to be a part of this journey with Nash and I, not to pick up where Bob left off, but to create something new. And with all the words and all the actions, he was showing he was in. I could go on and on and about this day and how it was the catalyst to where we are today. Maybe someday he'll come on here and tell you about it himself. I can truly say our relationship was never the same again. It was a reminder that the choice to jump and take a risk was by far one of the best things I've ever done for a lot of reasons. We had this joke in the beginning of our relationship as he would leave a trail of crumbs everywhere he ate. I could tell where he had been by the food evidence or if clothes would be left on the floor. We got to the point it was comical and we both would laugh. It's obvious before we started dating, he was a true bachelor and some of his attributes, he gladly accepts as that. So when the crumbs would fly or clothes would be left right where they were taken off as if he evaporated, I would just walk by and say, bachelor, my playful way of saying, I see you and his playful response to laugh back in acknowledgement representing, I hear you. I've been on numerous ends of this type of conversation with women who say their partners irritate them because they leave their wet towels on the floor or wish he'd just put his shoes away or the irritants of his pee getting all over the toilet seat or the dishes just sitting there as if he has some magical lens he looks through and they're invisible. I've also been on the other end of hearing men say all she does is nag, zero chill, what's the big deal? Now, back in my past life, my marriage to Bob, I would categorize myself as the nag. Bob never would say that to my face, and there really wasn't much to nag about, especially when it came to household stuff. But I for sure was more vocal than not. When he died, I realized something. I realized I would have given anything to have his clothes take up space in our closet or pick up his dirty clothes off the floor or trip over his shoes heading into the garage. I'm not saying not to voice what's important to you. I'm just saying sometimes the little things are the things that remind us we actually have what we do want. Don't sacrifice your values on my account, but just maybe check in to see if you remove that little thing that you want to nag about. Did you then just remove what you're most grateful for? Just the perception shift itself might surprise you how things can lighten up. I was in love with the fact I had someone else to do life with. When I'd have something come up with Nash or a work question or just someone to hang out with once Nash was asleep, it was like my nervous system could relax. I'll never forget one of the first times I had a meeting at school for Nash and we needed an in-person parent discussion. I didn't even think to ask the boyfriend to go because I've been on such autopilot when it comes to tackling this parenting world on my own. And he knew of the meeting and said, well, I can go with if you want just to support or be as involved as you want? My heart melted. It was like I wasn't even processing that someone else could go with me, especially a partner. Someone who was helping me indirectly raise Nash. It didn't only show me he had my back, but showed Nash he has his too. I can acknowledge the boyfriend becoming a parent figure overnight was probably going to take us a sec to get into a stride or figure out how this was going to look or even know how to tell him how he could support both Nash and I. Sometimes he seemed to know better than I did. His soul seems to step up a lot in this department. I can say the most powerful moments are the things he brings to the table that I can't. Like the dude moments him and Nash get to have, the roughhousing, the male energy, the balance of what a man and his healthy masculine can exude with the combination of kindness and a big heart. And the lovely task of playing ref between Nash and I when we have our moments. That's truly what is fulfilling. Nash and I have someone who has both of our backs, as we do his. Parenting is a trip, and half the time, us parents don't know what we're doing. And Nash actually came out of my body, which means I had nine months to expect him. So I have a lot of grace for the things the boyfriend naturally falls into and navigates. As we know with parenting, if you've witnessed the parenting life even, It is a constant ball of love, growth, confusion, lessons, examples, snacks, and crossing your fingers, you're doing it right. There came a point where the back and forth to each other's places, the shuffle of where to eat dinner each night, or the stress and bum out factor of days we would only get an hour here and there was tough. Nash would start to wonder if we were seeing the boyfriend or not, or would want to go over and see him when we couldn't. I was noticing it seemed to be hard on Nash and inconsistent. We tried to give as much structure as we could, but it was getting to the point where we were spinning our wheels, where the growth points now were more effortful with not much traction. Not to mention, the boyfriend and I, both being in creative fields, our surroundings are a huge factor. Ultimately, you can create anywhere, but there does come a time where the energy needs new life and a new place to flow. We were starting to outgrow our individual places, not only the energy of it, but the spaces physically. How I operate, if you want a little sneak peek, is I do check-ins with myself and life and all the irons in the fire often. I check levels of growth, alignment, emotions attached to things, future predictions, mastery, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I do this for NASH too. And if we have sessions together, I do it for you also. I was noticing here I was trying to create and evolve a podcast, write a self-help memoir and do sessions and just expand in life. And I felt stifled. I felt like my feet were in cement. And I got the intuitive hit, this space was going to start holding me back more than it was helping. And the way life works for me, standing still is the same as being held back. So I could start to feel that change needed to happen, but I wasn't quite sure what that was or what I wanted it to look like. I did know it felt like there was a timeline on the shift and it was coming down to months. I now needed to get clear on what I wanted to bring in. What did I want to create and experience for this next little stage of life? Around Christmas time, close to that one year mark of our move, the three of us were on our drive back to paradise from being at my parents' for the Christmas holiday. This is a time we sometimes have some of our best conversations and time together. We actually all road trip well. The boyfriend and I had a very soul-aligned conversation while Nash was asleep in the backseat. We were talking about how the boyfriend was in a place to buy a house and some options that were possibly going to present themselves. The timing of it felt right for us, individually, as a little unit of three, and literally with the time of year. The part that made me smile the most was how clear he was making it that he wanted to do this with Nash and I. I know it was a dream of his regardless, so I was supporting that and excited for him, and it took it to another level when I could see Nash and I were a part of that dream too. I did a lot of listening in this phase and when how stuff would be brought up. I didn't want to interfere with the process. That day in the car, though, the boyfriend deliberately started asking me what I wanted. What did I think about all of this? I was able to tell him how I felt with where Nash and I were in our place, the things I was picking up, and that a move was in no way to put pressure on him, but the timing felt right to us too, and that I saw us moving out of our place by summer. The more vulnerable I became in voicing where I was at, the closer I felt to him. I know relationships don't do well with pressure or ultimatums, and to keep those out of reach, you have to really genuinely feel like you have your own back with what you're saying. I truly felt with my being that moving out of our place was going to happen regardless. And now this was the kickoff of us manifesting and creating our future reality together. A month or so went by and the wheels were in motion. The boyfriend was working around the clock to get ducks in a row to make buying a house an option. So much legwork behind the scenes. I admired and was so grateful to see some of his most amazing attributes at work. Dedicated, strong-willed, pushing through when things got tough or pushing against what felt uncomfortable. Determined. And an ability to just make shit happen. For this part to land, you got to be a good problem solver. And he was taking each task or thing that would pop up as a reason to fight even harder. He even vocalized this was pushing him to grow in ways that he knew were right, but could feel the discomfort. This was magic and felt like music to my ears. Someone who is growing individually and then allows us to grow together is exactly what I wanted to create in a relationship. His journey and my journey during this stage was very different, as was Nash's. Mine was more about realizing I have spent the last four-ish years of life Doing, thinking, and creating a life that looked nothing like my past, unrecognizable. And here I was considering bringing in some attributes that were more traditional again. The boyfriend and I had many conversations through our time together. What I would bring up: how much I love routine and things I can count on, and how I equally don't like it. It's like I want to feel a certain way, but I don't need it to look the same each time it's presented. I can find intimacy in a deep conversation or just laying in bed together laughing, or having sex, or helping me learn something new with work or life, or just teaching me something I didn't know before. I'm like a detective, and I can find the pieces of the feelings I want to feel, and that only comes with that soul alignment. I have mentioned it before that my routine in my life with Bob as a family was, he works, I stay home with Nash. I do the laundry and the cleaning and the grocery shopping and making dinner. Then he comes home, plays with Nash while I make dinner. We would eat as a family. Then he would give Nash a bath and I would do dishes. Then we both would get ready for bed and we would fall asleep as we watched a movie. Mainly he would fall asleep. Side note, that used to make me crazy because I was searching for this time to connect with him and the only time I felt there was was in the evening, at night, and he would fall asleep. How come he didn't want to connect like I did? How come he didn't miss talking to me? There's a massive lesson I took from this as I played with it down the road and reflected. But for sake of giving you a peek into that human mind, that's where I was at in those moments. I had stripped myself of any pleasure in life. I was playing this thing so human that I was almost on autopilot. Like I said, I've broken that apart and figured out what got me there. Thank goodness Bob played the role he did. So I could see my pleasure in life, my senses being lit up, is more important than any life to-do list. That's what we're all here for, right? It's not to wake up, dread the things, do them because we have to or should, then find we've left little time for what we truly enjoy and lights us up. Then we just rinse and repeat because we're told that's how adult life works. The sweet spot here is switching the priority, then figuring out when there are things that are needing to get done. We connect it back to that pleasure point to make them more enjoyable. Long story long, I was fearful of creating the same outcome by putting myself in another family environment. Yet, I knew my soul wanted that next elevation of growth and getting to do life together. It was a funny spot to be in. I also knew this would be new for all of us. The bachelor living with a duo like us is not no big deal. It's a big change. And Nash and I really never lived with anyone else before. Not only did I feel vulnerable again, with someone possibly judging how we do life or get from one moment to the next, but I was worried I would lose the specialness we had. What makes us so unique? As the process of buying a house seemed to be more serious and that direction we started to move towards, the boyfriend and I naturally would fall into these really deep conversations about finances, about worries and fears, about things we were thinking about, and it was the next level of feeling even closer to one another. At the same time, though, I could feel the stress taking a toll. He described it as almost being on hyperspeed and holding on for dear life as he would slam past each hurdle or milestone or step. He's a great communicator, so this came handy during this roller coaster month or two. We kept this process close because it was so new for both of us, and we didn't really know how it was going to go, and understood things fall through all the time. But when we walked into a house, which was only the second one we looked at, We both were in love. It felt right. It was open. It had good energy. It had this expansive feeling. We knew it was right. And that pushed this process even more. I could feel the boyfriend's fight to make this house ours. So with a lot of sleepless nights and work behind the scenes, mentally and literally, he got approved. It was such a moment to be excited about. The next step was making an offer and going through the hoops from there. I know enough about energy that if it goes too high, it will be balanced out by naturally something bringing it down. So being neutral is so key in something big like this, and not including a lot of people that could shift that energy the more people knew about it. That's a real thing. The energy is powerful, even outside energy. And I looked at him one day as we were leaving the gym, and he filled me in on more exciting news, that the offer was accepted. I just looked at him, ready to celebrate, and he was so neutral. So neutral, I laughed. And I told him, it's okay to be excited. And he was all, nope, not yet. Still more to do. I squeezed him and told him I was proud of him and continued to just let him process how he was going to. I sat with that a bit more over the days following and weeks and realized that that's a very good trait of his. It's good to have a balance, but this is why the masculine energies, why they're seekers, the closer energy because they know how to separate the emotion. Feminine energy is different. We tend to bring life and sensuality to every experience. We're the breath of fresh air amongst the stillness. But this was a real-life example. I was getting to see the power in neutrality for all things, something I was starting to practice and utilize more. And let me tell you, it's a great feeling and pretty powerful how it creates exactly what we want around us. So days felt like weeks and weeks felt heavy, but in one of those pushing through to the other side kind of ways, as the process was getting closer and closer to being final, I could feel the boyfriend start to lean in more. And funny enough, I started to retreat a bit. I started to internally process the old things that were coming up or the way I was going to make this new reality still unique and special to us. And of course, how this was all going to feel to Nash. Again, if this wasn't right for him, we wouldn't have gotten this far. I knew my understanding of right, though, had nothing to do with what is comfortable or easy. When we got the word it was official and we would be getting the keys a week later, it just so happened to fall on the end of a snowblast week in Oregon. We were dealing with ice and snow in a way none of us had ever experienced, which meant school was also non-existent. Funny I'm starting to realize the biggest life shifts... Nash seems to naturally be by my side more, like the transitions are meant for us to experience together. Almost like that is how we process in the most complete way. We all have something to bring to the table to facilitate that. Well, it was one of those days where school was starting late due to the weather and just a few days out from my annual girls trip I was going on and we got word everything was for sure final. That was also falling on the day the boyfriend was already planning on going to do another walkthrough through the house. So we decided to bring Nash with us. As we were driving to the new house, I looked over at the boyfriend and asked if he wanted to tell Nash. In the quick few seconds it took to tell Nash, we could tell he was excited. Not only has he been low-key manifesting this on the side, but there was something about us all being under the same roof that made him feel more normal. Like we didn't stick out so much. I work at it daily to help him integrate how us being different and our life being unique is one of the most special things about us. But I understood where he was coming from. Because I wanted that same thing too. We pulled up to the house and with Nash barreling out the door, the first thing on the list was, of course, to make sure the doorbell worked. Obviously. So after our round of ding-dong ditch, once he made his way into the house, funny enough, he picked the very room that actually was his. He laid on the floor and instantly started making motions like he was making a carpet angel. He was giddy and excited to check out the whole place. He found the master and was like, oh, actually, I'll take this one. I laughed at him and said, oh, I bet you would. His favorite spot, which seems to be the boyfriend's too, is the fact the house backs up to a forest. There's a little deck that you can just stare off into the trees and there's something calming about it. I keep finding him back out there and it has been confirmed it's everyone's favorite spot but mostly the boys, though. Nash made sure to do some spastic dancing in the garage before we finished our tour, and then we took him to school. Nash and I were leaving a day or two later to head to Portland to drop him off at my parents' and fly out the next day for my girls' trip. I was anticipating filling my parents' in, and how I would share this news. This was something I could sense would be overwhelming for them to process at first. I spent the drive over deep in thought and even listening back to old healing sessions to make sure the tools I was really going hard in the paint with were the right ones to align me with the smoothest transitions. The day we were getting into town was also my youngest brother Nolan's birthday. Birthdays are a big deal in my family. So now as adults, my mom goes all out with a special birthday dinner and the decor is next level. She practically makes you whatever your favorite meal is or what you have requested and treats galore and normally there's always an epic sharp board. I took a deep breath as we pulled up to my parents, not because I was second-guessing a thing, but because this was so important to me, and they are important to me, and I was bracing myself for having to explain with a lot of words why this was right. And my right feelings come first, not necessarily the words to describe it. Funny, right? I can easily write and put things to words, but that normally comes with intuition and timing and flow. Not because someone asked me a flat-out question, and I have to explain it in human terms. Well, I figured we'd have some time to get acclimated, and I pictured the convo being private later that night when Nash was asleep. Nash is always elated to see my parents, and he ran ahead of me as we made our way through the garage door. My hands filled with bags, I walked into the house as Nash turned the corner into my parents' kitchen, and I could tell he spotted my mom. And as I made my way into the kitchen, I saw my mom decorating the dinner table in a flurry. And before we could even say hi, Nash squealed. Nana, guess what? We're moving. Thanks so much for being here. Please rate, like, share, and review so we can stay connected and continue this magical journey together.